Hello, 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 guys and girls, everybody out there in the world. It's your girl, Tish. And today, my guests of the honor is guests. Let them know who you are. Hey, hey there. Um, I'm Mary Gutierrez, Tisha's friend. <laughs> She's my friend, and I love her. <laughs> How are you doing today, my love? I'm doing good. You know, it's a beautiful Sunday. It's Saturday, but you know. <laughs> We, we we forgive we forgive in these streets um, okay. yeah the pandemic definitely throws people off I'm pretty sure I look at my calendar every day just to know so yeah. even with it like telling you on your phone you're like what <laughs> I didn't know this um, so Mary tell the people a little bit about your background where you're from all that yeah. good jazz, you know? Yeah, for sure. So, um, so yeah, so I'm from Texas. Um, but my background, I identify as an Afro-Latina or like a Black Latina. Ooh. Yeah, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so I'm from Texas. Um, grew up with, uh, you know, I really grew up on my Latin side, my Latina side, and, um, yeah, I grew up in San Antonio and just, um, yeah. Grew up, okay. So, um, you said you're Afro-Latina. So, um, and then your dad is black, right? African-American, yeah. whatever you want to call it. We say black right. over here. Um, <laughs> no, right, right. My mom's, my mom's Latina, she's Mexican, and then my dad's uh, black. We say black. Yeah, and so... And like, how was life growing up for you? Um, because for majority of it was raised with your aunt and uncle, right? Share a little bit about that for the people. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was a little bit different. So I grew up with my, my aunt and my uncle, um, my aunt on my mom's side, so my mom's sister. And uh, since San Antonio is, you know, heavily, it's a very heavy Mexican population. Um, mm -hmm. There's not a lot of people around. Um, so I had to kind of grow up with without having that like presence. Um, you know, my dad kind of was, um, he's from Dallas, so he was still in Texas, but you know, I didn't really grow up with him. So I didn't have a lot of that black presence. Um, so it was really interesting kind of having, you know, this dual side, um, this dual culture, but you know, kind of um, trying to figure that out when I was growing up, because I definitely look black, you know, I have very, kinky hair texture, 4C for those who know, I meant 4C, 4A for those who know, you know, the right. style. Right. And I look, you know, if, if you didn't, if my hair wasn't straight, you would just assume I was black. Right. So it's kind of interesting, you know, um, when I'm with my Hispanic side or Latin side of my family, um, you know, the darker one, but when I'm with my black side, I'm like the lightest one. So I kind of always had this weird, um, this weird dilemma of, you know, fitting in. Yeah, and it, it's like, um, did so you, even with your dad in Dallas, you didn't see him a lot. So when did you start to 
like you were always curious but when did you start to kind of hone in more on the duality of who you are yeah um it's definitely always been there you know i've i've always tried to embrace both cultures Mm -hmm. Uh, but really when i went to college i think or i guess high school going into college is when i started um you know i always had friends of color and like i would always find the people that were there even though there were just a couple (laughs) a couple of us hey friend (laughs) right so uh definitely in high school you know um my best friend you know was black and she kind of you know recognized that i had this dilemma and so kind of brought me out of that and um she was really a good guidance to help me embrace that part of that side of me and then going into college I was I was free. It was just me. I was just like embracing my personality and my cultures and learning more about myself. And um, and you know the term like Afro-Latina really came about just a couple of years ago um, when I moved to Chicago. Actually, when I met you. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know just so people know what you know Afro-Latina means because um, I know that term has been used a lot, but you know, not everybody really knows what it is. Yes, tell the people, in educate the people, okay? Yes. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was, you know, audio medium. Sorry, you couldn't see me dancing. You're fine. Okay, Mary, <laughs> tell the people. <laughs> yeah, um, so Afro-Latina, for those who don't know, or Afro-Latinx, we should say, to be all-encompassing is um, really just, you know, people from Latin American countries or uh, who are uh, Latinx and have a really, really significant, you know, Black ancestry or Black... Um, of African descent. Yeah, African yeah. descent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tell the people. Um, yeah, that, that conversation has, um, with being Haitian, that conversation has come up um, in the Haitian community as it's been continuing to grow throughout the Latinx community of do we add that to kind of who we are um, based on, um, you know, the, the, like our backgrounds and where we descend from and um, the original natives of the island were um, in the scope of indigenous Latin people. And so we do like have that mix and I, it's, it's not something I've dug into enough to really say for, for me. Um, you know, there's of course, there's people who are like, well, yeah, duh, I mean, whatever. And then there's people who are like, you know, no, we're Haitian and that's enough. Like we already have to deal with the background of, you know, right. French slavery and <laughs> um, yeah. all that stuff. So, yeah. So it's been, uh, it's it's like, I guess it depends on who you talk to, you know. Definitely who you talk to. Because, like, even for me, I didn't know the term Afro-Latina or Afro-Latinx until a couple of years ago. So for me, I was like, well, is this, do I identify with this? Am I just mixed? But, like... You know, I follow all these bloggers who are Afro, um, Afro-Latina or Afro-Latino, and I feel like I can identify with them. So for me, I just kind of, I ask people, I just asked a bunch of different bloggers and I was like, hey, like, what does this mean for me? And their responses were always very supportive and very much like, you know, it, 
doesn't matter what I say about your identity, but like, what do you identify as? You know, if, if you are seen as black, if you can't use Afro Latinx interchangeably with black, then you shouldn't be using that word. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I'm definitely black. <laughs> I was like, people can tell I'm black, you know? Right. And for like, and when you mentioned Haiti, that's interesting too, because you know, Haiti is right next to the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. And I think both kind of have this interesting dynamic with using, with recognizing their, their blackness. Um, Dominican, I don't mm, mm, Yeah. No. Yes. Mm. <laughs> there's I there's a lot of Dominicans who are getting brave and being like using the knowledge that has been given to them and wrecking and not being ashamed because the, you know this is going off tangent a little bit but like when you like yeah there's some I think we both share we follow some wonderful Afro-Latinas from the Dominican who are just powerhouses and um, I have mad respect and very um, open and making sure to speak up for those in the, especially in Dominican because colorism is a huge problem. I mean, it is a huge problem within the black community in general. Mm -hmm. It is. But the way that Afro, those in the Dominican especially, who clearly were of African descent, have been so discriminated against in that country, that those who are clearly Black as in race, um, as in their descendants of African descent, I should say, um, will be so quick to tell you, I'm not Black, I'm Dominican. And it was just like, those are two separate things friends two very very separate things because there's white haitians there's hispanic haitians there's like latin haitians there's chinese haitians like it the race factor is one thing the ethnicity is another (laughs) and it's just like um yeah and and the uh, Mm -hmm. the leaders who have ruined like try to just cast people in this lower system simply for their race in the Dominican like the history behind that is is just wretched it's horrible that's a whole nother day topic kit and caboodle but I don't know I know there's history there I don't know all the details but I know it's you know girl yeah it's 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 uh and then the way some have you know, try to speak so lowly of Haitians who were born there and are clearly, mm-hmm. you know, of they're Dominican. They're they were born there. They Spanish is their first language, like before Creole. Like, try to delegitimize their citizenship, and it's just yeah, it's really ugly. It's not cute. It's too much. Yeah. It's really not, and it's just like, you know, you wouldn't even have your country without Haiti, right? Like a bunch of Africans and black people mm-hmm. like <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like people do forget about Haiti because like even for you know underneath the Afro Latinx umbrella like Haiti lives there too yeah you know, you don't, it's not Afro Latinx doesn't mean Spanish yeah so 
that mean there's so many different languages and dialects underneath that. It's not just Spanish-speaking countries. I think people get that confused a lot. Yeah, I think so too. And that's why, like, I can't. I, I, I haven't, you know, researched enough for myself. I feel like I. A part of me honestly feels like I don't have a right to say that, and I. It's in it. And honestly, it, I feel like I'm trying to like minimize or add to something or be like a trend person versus like honoring what that really means and the beauty of it. So I, I, I don't say, I don't say that. I don't um, identify as that um, because I just out of respect for those who like are, you know, genuinely not genuine as if like but just who like have been in kind of in this battle for you know like a recognizing of who they are like they've been in this influx of a community that says they're not valuable because they're darker complected or they are truly of african descent and they're black and but Mm -hmm. you know spanish you know they and it's just like where for me and my culture like mm-hmm. we've been raised to have a, a pride and you know we you know being a majority black country within the 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 right this latinx community it's you know mm-hmm. yeah it's uh but like you know you have Haitians who will go to will move to these spanish speaking countries before coming here just because it for them it makes more sense or it's easier and we don't always talk about that because we you know we talk about like the the Haitian community coming here more so but like you know yeah I can go on and on but you know no yeah that's interesting I think like that the term it's really up to the person yeah you know to figure out you know your your past your culture your heritage and how right. that applies to you. So if it if it feels like it if it matches you, you know, or your identity. Yeah. Like for me, when I when I first came upon like the word, because I knew it wasn't it was really trending. Like it's super trendy for people to be like, oh yeah, I'm Latina. And I think a lot of like the conversations that I've seen online, at least, it's like, well, a lot of these you know, people that are claiming that you know might not necessarily look. Uh, look black and that's not to say like you know of course if, if you're black you're black but right. um, I think a lot of people's problems with it was like oh you're claiming the, the word now because it's a trend but where were you in this fight for Black Lives Matter right you know, exactly in other parts of your life where if you can't claim to be black you would support black people and empower black people so I think that's where that conversation comes from too of you know you don't want to overstep but at the same time like it's your own identity so it's kind of just up to you and, and then that's kind of something that I struggle with all the time like even now before we had this call I was like man do I really have the right to talk about this like and I went back to one of my messages to one of those bloggers and she was just like Afro-Latinidad which is just like your Latinness is a, a, it's like a spectrum you know there's it's so diverse you can be um you know Afro-Cuban or you know mm-hmm. Afro-Mexican um, or you know just have just different different ways or you know my situation so it's it's um it's really broad and it's interesting I think there's like a lot to it that people just don't understand yet 
Yeah, and I, I fully agree. I love that you said that. I think people, again, just like with with black pe people or people of color and getting thrown into stereotypes, it's like it's not a monolithic thing. Right. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I can if you want me to. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I think that's the beauty of of like life and people, and and yet, I that's the one thing too of just like um, it brings me on to my next question. Like, and I've asked this before, but like, have you ever felt like before like high like into high school meeting your best friend and going into college like. Did you ever feel like you were minimizing a part of you because you didn't know enough or you just felt like um, in the spheres and the spaces that you were in, you just couldn't? Like, I mean, did you do it at all? And like, when did you feel like you, you know, f you didn't have to, to minimize yourself anymore? Or are you still learning not to? Like minimize, I mean, like not hide, like hide kind of like my blackness or just kind of not pay as much attention to it just like minimizing just like what what encompasses mary you know like mm -hmm. there's like for me my yeah my blackness and who i was and like what i allowed to be in, like out and embraced like i could have embraced it but it wasn't necessarily out um because it didn't make like you know when you're in those you know when you're like the only person of color in the room like yeah like minimizing parts of you to kind of like feel it to fit in or to make right. other those people comfortable yeah I think I, I definitely did that not that I knew that I was doing that right I just knew that I was different you know even in my own family I was the darker one so and not that they made me feel different or anything like that um you know, I love my family and they're super supportive. But, um, you know, just the fact that, well, one, you know, being raised by my aunt is already different. Right. Plus, you know, I'm darker skinned. So a lot of times people would just assume I was adopted. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not. And then I was like, wait, am I? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not. <laughs> so um, I just thought that's, you know, as young me, I was like, well, maybe I am. <laughs> Um, but yeah, these spaces, I, you know, and not, I never was the type of person to, luckily, like, I never hated my skin um, in that sense. I just felt uncomfortable and awkward in situations. And I think I could, I knew that other people were awkward and I was awkward. Yeah. So not bringing a lot of attention to it or, you know, even really talking about my hair a lot. Like, people didn't really want to bring it up. Um, because I didn't think I was comfortable talking about it. You know, like that's how many, like the minimal amount of black people there were. Like people were just uncomfortable talking about these normal things. <laughs> like, uh, so looking back on it, I'm like, wow, like I, I just feel like everything's changed and people are just more open a little bit and, you know, more curious of other cultures. But back then, San Antonio was just not super, and maybe it was diverse, but on the side of town that I was in, it right. just was not a lot of, of black people yeah it's um mm -hmm. it's uh yeah that wasn't my people wanted to try to touch my hair talk about it fascinating especially every time I changed it 
I'm like, God, I wish they didn't want to talk about it. Oh my gosh. There are those people. You right. Okay. <laughs> you made me remember. <laughs> yeah, there's people who don't know space. Yeah. Well, I think because growing up too, I relaxed my hair. So, you know, I was trying to unknowingly like fit into that European beauty standard, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever, straightening my hair. Um, so then when I got to college you know i was like what am i doing i'm gonna go natural yes um, how long have you been natural so um since 2012 oh yes girl all right um, it's been a minute you know yes my first, yeah my, my one of my, my best friend that was in, in high school she did the big chop and she was really trying to convince me to do it and i was like girl i will look terrible <laughs> <laughs> I got a big head. <laughs> oh my gosh, girl, bye. <laughs> I was like, this works for you, but that don't work for me. <laughs> Bro, I just that ain't my portion. That ain't my portion, okay. <laughs> I transitioned. I did do a lot of weaves, you know, recognizing that my hair, the weaves that I was getting was straight, you know? So it was kind of, mentally I was like, wow, like I have this thing. I'm only doing like straight hair now, like, I need to embrace my curls and I kind of started doing that in college and you know I love my love my natural hair yes I love your natural hair too she has a big beautiful fro when it's out and I just she looks like a goddess when she has her hair out um I mean but the the faux locks I'm loving right now on you you guys can't see so I'm telling you um I'm getting I'm getting the show and I'm loving it (laughs) <laughs> just for you though hey yes <laughs> um so like as you've been embracing like this this identity of who you are um and being able to celebrate the duality of who you are how has like you know how have your your, I guess your mother's side, like your parents who've raised you, um, your aunt, uncle, like how have they embraced you as, you as you've been on this journey? Like how have they supported you? Yeah, they've, um, they're always super supportive. They might not understand everything, um, but you know, and within the Latin community itself, there's a, there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of racism and colorism in all communities, but that space is so, um, you know, lighter is seen as better um, just because of that beauty standard and, you know, straight hair, you know, when you think of Latina, people think of, you know, a certain thing, but for my, my Latin side, they were super supportive, you know, they might not really understand, they're like, oh, like, what did you do to your hair? Like, what's this called? (laughs) You know, um, even like my mom, you know, growing up, my mom was doing my hair and she's um, not black. So she had to learn to like relax my hair and she would do that um, and, you know, take it upon herself to like figure that out because she was like, I don't know how to, (laughs) she's like, I didn't, I don't have this kind of hair, so I have to learn. So um, growing up, they, they kind of seen that I've uh, grown into this, you know, into this person that's embracing both identities and they've been pretty supportive. my aunt did say one thing she was just like well don't forget you're also latina and i'm like i don't ever forget (laughs) but you know it's like 
it's not like a one or the other it's just like you know like both exactly exactly i think that's something that's a little difficult to understand it's like i'm because uh, i've been asked by even like my dad he's like well do you identify as like as hispanic or like you know mexican or black and i'm like you know you can't see me but i'm shrugging <laughs> i'm just like well no um this is like a couple of years you know a, a while ago but you know now i'm just like i'm a black latina like that's what i am i'm both at all times right so that's that's what i that's what i say yeah and like you know at the end of the day both have their struggles so it's not like choosing one of those up you right. you know like right. it doesn't it doesn't i think too i think this problem with what colonialism did and what colorism did to um these these um our cultures our communities is really yeah like you said like white is right light is bright like is Mm -hmm. the best and um everything is held to this pedestal um but at the same time like you know people clearly like you said when you first see you like before knowing your last name or before Mm -hmm. you know you speaking and sharing like are going to assume that you're black and those discriminations aren't fun you know that that happened with that and it's um and even if you were like your hair was a little bit straighter like the the things that you know mm-hmm. women of color just to be a face as well like it, it's it's a different kind of discrimination it's, it's so it's just like you know it's like you can go in either way it's yeah like, and it's just like brown people black and brown people as just like other yeah <laughs> like you know and so i just we need to stop putting this these things on a pedestal of like lighter like we're all in this this struggle together and um yeah Yeah. it's i do like you know i do recognize my my privilege though because i'm not dark skin you know um yeah so i recognize that because i'm not gonna be over here saying i have it the hardest just because you know i'm i'm not like I'm like medium tone. <laughs> you lighter than me, girl. <laughs> right. But it's so funny because you know this is kind of a little a little tangent, but you know whenever I see myself or think about myself, I always think about myself as darker. And so then when I do see myself, I'm like, oh, I guess I'm light, <laughs> which is just kind of funny because I do like dark skin. I just, I always like love to embrace and like empower uh people who are darker and even like my friends who are uh, like my other friends who are dark skin like mary you light like don't forget like you right no <laughs> okay so I, I recognize that yeah it's uh yeah like it's, it's <laughs> sis <laughs> it's, it's a laugh it's uh, i'm laughing okay. um it's yeah it's a it's yeah it's different and but that i'm honestly though i'm glad you can recognize that and um because there's unfortunately there's people who like want to victimize themselves so badly and you're you're missing like the the power that you could could use to 
you know, apply um, in, in, in trying to help, you know, navigate society in a certain way, like you know, when you're in certain rooms and yeah, and things sure. like that. Yeah, it's just, yeah, that's one thing I'm, I am grateful for that, like, that didn't really happen because my mom is lighter skin like she's she's a light I don't think that people say that yeah. anymore but like she never made us feel and then my dad is on the opposite end of the spectrum like completely he is like yeah. on the darkest of the dark like um and so yeah, growing up <laughs> <laughs> you know and like it's like honestly it was the the when it came to like in our home it wasn't something that we had to to think about like it wasn't something you know people joke around with my mom there's a term called you know in Creole it's called glimel um you know which is like lighter skin person or whatever but it's never like you know I've heard of moms who you know have darker skin children and treat them like crap because of that and I've just never none of my siblings and I we've my mom is amazing and has never made us feel um yeah any kind of way because like we clearly are just a blend of both of them Mm -hmm. um and so it's and you know we've been tremendously blessed to not have that be an added struggle to what we're already dealing with Right. <laughs> on, a, on a regular basis so yeah. yeah it's I'm definitely I'm definitely grateful for that like and it's mm-hmm. that it yeah it's rare that I have to think about that like and what the differences are for some other people but right. yeah she's great I love her <laughs> <laughs> I love her so she's sick <laughs> You're like oh. my mommy. <laughs> I'm a mommy's girl to the T. It's no shame, okay? Um, so as you've been embracing like more of the duality of who you are, like where are you today? Like, and how, um, how have you been using that to? I guess I could say, you know, like better, not only better yourself, but help your communities move forward. Yeah, I um, Well, a couple years ago, I did start a blog um, mm-hmm. called Todo Afro-Latina, mm-hmm. um, which just means all things Afro-Latina, because, you know, I think and I'm still on this journey. You know, it's not like I'm an expert. I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I won't claim that. But, you know, it's kind of like a push and pull. Some days I'm like, you know, I I definitely always feel both. But I think I'm always looking at society and I'm like, well, like, is this the right way to identify? And then I'm like, yes, it is. Like, calm down. (laughs) Like, stop questioning yourself. Yes. But but with that, like, I just like to, like, with this blog, you know, I really want to, like, empower um, Afro-Latina people and and, um, showcase the culture of you know, my Latin side and my black side. And, you know, really I'm for female empowerment too. So I'm always like, <laughs> I'm always gonna like, you know, just try to like uplift people. Or, yes. Or doing something, I'll share it or, you know, whatever's in the community, I share a bunch of stuff on my Instagram and a lot of people do reach out and they're like, oh, I didn't know some of these things. Like just the other day I shared 
um, you know, a lot about, uh, you know, our hairstyles, you know, like cornrows and, and these styles that, you know, lately there's been a lot of talk of like, you know, cultural appropriation and, and all of that, but you know, where these styles originated from and why, right. something I didn't even know, like I shared, um, I knew that like during, you know, the African diaspora, um, Africans cornrowed their hair to, and they would cornrow grains of rice in their hair um, mm-hmm. because you know, they just weren't sure how long the journey was going to be, so they needed food. Yeah. And that was a, a way to hide it. Uh, they cornrowed as like as a way to um, showcase maps. I had no idea that that was even a thing, you know? And so, so cool. So just these things, like I follow a lot of pages that, you know, I learn more and then I share it because um, a lot of people I follow are like my family too and like they don't know these things and so they like learning and I just like to kind of use my voice to either share or amplify or empower yes knowledge is power man yeah Um, so that's kind of like my goal yeah she's um I'll give you a chance to definitely share your handles because it's definitely Mary's definitely one I I too enjoy following not just because she's my friend but she (laughs) she she's right she definitely shares like good stuff and I and I love seeing it um and I like where so you're out this journey you're on this journey and I I love that you said that because it that's truly what it is it's Mm-hmm. To I always say you never say f- you fully arrived in anything right. because there's like no. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so like, where would you say you are in your journey today? Yeah, I think today I um, I'm in a good spot. I think I've I've kind of hit that point where I have to stop thinking about what others think of me mm-hmm. and just cl- claim my own identity for myself. Mm-hmm. So. Because I think that's what it is. It's not necessarily that I never identified with with either culture, because I always have. But I'm always like, well, like, will they judge me if I, you know, don't speak Spanish, but I still claim to be Latina? And it's like, yes, because I am. <laughs> so right now I'm feeling unapologetic. Um, and I think, you know, that's kind of where I want to be, is just claiming claiming where I am and, and who I am. Yes, girl, I love that. So in in that like you know the, this this podcast is about journeys and all and all different kinds of um and like faith and craft and creativeness but mm-hmm. it always boils down to you. like how how has this impacted your mental health Oh oh girl that's, that's the question. <laughs> it, it always is always gonna come to that, you know, and all the things we talk about. Yeah. Um, just how it's impacted me, just in general. Yeah. What, whatever yeah. you feel comfortable sharing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's like I said, it's been a journey. So for a while, there's a lot of there was a lot of confusion there. I uh, because I do, you know, really look. Um, you know, people just assume I'm black and they, even though my last name is Gutierrez, my, um, people don't necessarily see that. So I sometimes have a difficult time claiming it. And especially like where I work, I work at a multicultural advertising agency and the people who are, you know, 
um, you know, Venezuelan or Mexican, they are very in their culture where they speak the language and, um, you know, are from those countries, but, you know, I'm from Texas. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so it's different. It's like I'm very, like, you know, Mexican-American um, in that style. And so for that, that's kind of, like, been a struggle because I'm like, well, like, it's hard. It was it was hard for me to claim that because I, was like, I don't speak Spanish. Like, I, I don't know. I know, like, Tex-Mex. I know, you know, Texas Mexican culture, which is, you know, a little bit different than, like, Mexican culture. Right, right. And so I did kind of feel out of that loop and that kind of drained me because I was so confused but now I'm I've just kind of learned to this is my culture and this is who I am and I'm not trying to be this for anybody else so um I think it's it's just something that I have to keep thinking about and and um mental health wise just kind of like accepting that yeah so it's like in accepting that is that your way of protecting your peace through this and like keeping Mm -hmm. a level head and like um, setting those boundaries for yourself in that. Right, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think that's great. You know, it's because at the end of the day, none of those people are paying your bills. None of right. those people are in your bed with you, helping you make life decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, too, like, they're not the ones you have to answer to at the end right. of your life, you know? So, what what is the point as my mother says what is the point to have those voices be what are the voices that guide you in your life mm-hmm. it's it's literally does nothing for you but right. you know push you into can push you into depression and mm-hmm. anxiety and turmoil yeah. that's not that's not necessary right don't listen to them don't mm. i'll be speaking to yourself too <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, oh, well, Miss Mary, I, I've enjoyed this conversation and um, as I always enjoy our combos. And I've been asking this this season um, to my folks who've joined me, what is one thing um, that you can that you'd want to say to encourage the folks listening? You know, maybe it's something you learned recently or whatever it is, like something yeah. encouraging you want to leave the folks today with. Yeah, I think um, I think just keep learning, you know, and, and stay in your truth. And really, this phrase that's kind of been on, my, on top of my mind is step into your power, Ooh. whatever that is. You know? mm. um, whether that's finding your identity or or on your mental health journey or you know even just kind of taking it upon you to learn like step into that power and, and let it lead you yes i love that that was so great um mary is like one of like i said before one of my favorite people to follow um so go ahead before we head out share your handle for the people follow those of you who are on ig yeah so you can follow me at um at mary Alyssa, mary with two y's and then my blog page is at todo.afrolatina yes 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 and you know where to find your girl tish that's t-w-e-s-h-s thoughts on the ig's um Hopefully soon a, a website will be coming too. So be on the lookout for that. 
And on that, that's the end of today. Again, thanks, Mary, for joining me. And I'll see you, hear you, all the things, uh, whatever. How do you say it on audio medium? I don't know right now. Okay, bye. Bye.